Welcome to the Divine Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Roche, and together we are walking the path of discovering your true self and the alignment with your soul. Through these conversations, you will experience a deeper level of connection with yourself and the universe, and most importantly, you will trust in your spiritual journey ahead. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Divine Connection podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that has been coming up recently, of course, with what is going on in the world. And the conversation today is all about how to cultivate peace and continue to follow your path, your journey, experiencing faith and trust in spite of global conflict that happens in the world and that is currently happening in the world. And so this is, you know, a conversation that, you know, obviously people are having, people are asking questions with everything that's been going on recently in the Middle East. And I wanted to bring this up and talk about this from a spiritual perspective and talk about it from the perspective of what do we do when We see suffering and we see this massive amount of pain and grief and this this experience in humanity that just feels so gut-wrenching and so heartbreaking. And especially from the perspective where it feels like, like, what can I do to help? Like, it feels like anything that I would possibly even try to do right now serves no purpose or like doesn't even contribute to any sense of healing or peace or anything like that. So I want to bring it from that perspective and I want to share what we can do to continue to follow the path that God would have us follow in the face of these kinds of conflicts and to hopefully bring some sense of peace for you in your life so that you can continue to expand that energy. And so I feel like the first thing I want to start with, with this conversation is understanding that when we witness and experience, and I know that people who are listening to this have all like are on all ends of the spectrum where you could be someone who knows someone or is personally affected by what is happening. Um, Or you could be on the other side of it where you're like, I actually have no, I don't really know anyone who is personally affected by it. I'm not personally affected by it. I'm not even really sure that I understand the conflict that is happening right now, but I just know that a lot of people are suffering and I want to understand and try to help and, and those kinds of things. Right. And I feel like, you know, in general, as a collective for us, there is this fine balance of holding this grief and pain and the memory of those who have lost their lives, even if we didn't know them personally or have, you know, don't know who they are, but we just know that that's happening right now, right? Like holding the memory and the grief and the pain of the collective, because a lot of people are firsthand experiencing that. A lot of people are, you know, know someone who knows someone who is going through that. And, and it's about continuing to forge ahead and continuing to live and, and walk the journey that you have come here to walk without feeling like, well, if I keep moving forward and I keep moving on, you know, there's, there can be a sense of like, um, shame or 
this feeling like I shouldn't be doing that. Like, how could I be doing this and living this way when halfway across the world, people are suffering in this massive way? You know what I mean? It's kind of like we feel like we can't do that. And so there is a fine balance here. There's a fine balance where we we must continue in honor of those people, continue to walk the path of our soul's destiny and of bringing in truth and light and love into the world. And at the same time, we do need to make space for grief and for pain and for holding the memory of those who have lost their lives so that it doesn't feel like, well, I'm just doing this because I can't take this and I need to shut this down. I'm trying to forget about it and also not getting stuck and and being stuck in the grief and the pain, you know, and it's and it, I'm not saying that's an easy balance to find, but that's kind of part of this is that there is this balance that exists. And one of the things that's most important here when it comes to I mean, the, I'm talking about this in general with any type of big global conflict. And of course, I'm bringing this up right now during this time because of what is happening in Israel and Gaza and like that whole conflict that has sparked a lot of this for many people. And I, I feel like one of the most important things for us to, first of all, bring to the table is that it doesn't serve anyone for us to shut down our own creativity or our own faith in God and in the divine. And I know that when we're faced with these kinds of things, that's the number one thing that we start to question. We start to question our faith in God. We start to question, you know, why is this world so evil and so terrible? And why does this happen to people? And why are there people who have to suffer while I'm here on the other side of the world, you know, not in that kind of situation at all, right? And so there's a lot of questions and a lot of why and what if and, you know, all those things, which is normal. And there's also, like I kind of mentioned before, there's this this part of us that feels like we need to shut down as well because of that unfairness and because of, you know, like, how could I even possibly think about doing this when these people are going through this, you know? And so the first thing that I want to address is, is this having faith in God. And this is actually something that came up in one of my YouTube live streams recently where someone um, brought that up where they felt, you know, kind of like questioning things and feeling, you know, this it was harder to feel a sense of faith in in God and in the divine, you know, because of the suffering that's happening, because of this um, massive, massive destruction that is happening. And what I said in response to that is I said, at the end of the day, what we have to remember is one the this world that we are living in is not just made up of high vibrational energy there is also low vibrational energy there is a spiritual warfare that is going on like that's just part of this and and so it's important to understand that when people choose to go to war for example or when people choose to act in a certain way it's not because they're acting in the light of god there's something else there and the other thing to remember is that part of why we are here and part of why there is this evolution that is happening in humanity and in consciousness is because we have come here, especially if you are a light worker, a healer, someone who knows that you are here to 
change the world, bring change, bring, bring more light, bring more love into the world, that we all have a role to play in supporting the collective consciousness and the evolution that is meant to happen. And it's one of those things where, you know, we all wish we could, it could just happen overnight and it could just happen like we've all decided this or a, a good chunk of people have decided this. And so <laughs> overnight things switch, but that's just, that's not how it works, right? It happens over generations. And so that's why it's so important for us to stay committed to our journey, our path, the generational healing, the ancestral healing that we go through for our own self and for our lineage, because that at the end of the day is what's going to transcend and what's going to be passed on and what's going to continue to support the evolution of this planet. And so one of the ways that you can think of this is, is literally seeing yourself as a warrior of light and as someone who has come here to, you know, quote unquote, fight against the darker energies and not in a way where we're like physically doing that because that's not the answer, but in a way where we are bringing in peace, bringing in love, bringing in light, right? And so from that perspective, that's where we can, first of all, not lose our focus and not lose ourselves in the chaos and in the destruction and in the grief and in the pain and all of that, where we can, you know, take this situation and forge the path ahead that is connected to and aligned with what we have come here to do from that greater soul mission, you know, greater divine plan perspective, right? So that's the first thing that I just want to say is, you know, we're here as warriors of light, like, let's just call it out, we're here to to do this. And the way in which we do this is going to be different for each person. And I'll get to that a little bit later. But essentially, we are here to be the light, be the love, be the examples of truth and peace. And this is how it gets passed on. This is how it continues to open up the hearts of all the people on this planet. And so that's, that's the number one thing. And so it's not that God is allowing this to happen because of punishment or because of anything like, no, <laughs> but there's free will here. There's free will. And so if someone chooses to hold hate in their heart and hold um, destruction and feel like, you know, they, they have to punish other people or whatever, whatever the thing is, they have their free will to choose to do that. Right. So our job is to hold the space and hold the energy of the highest frequency of the highest vibrations so that that creates the ripple effect that's going to influence generations on generations on generations. Right. Because one of the things that we have to think about is every single person who is experiencing this firsthand and survives this they're going to have trauma. Like this is a very traumatic experience for many, many millions of people. And so we have to think about it from this perspective of how can we hold that energy that this trauma that these people are going to hold, that it doesn't poison their hearts and it doesn't poison their 
their nature of who they truly are, right? That's what we have to think about. And in thinking about it from that perspective of how can we continue to cultivate that energy on this earth at this time, while at the same time, you know, going in the direction of stopping this from happening. And then also thinking about how this is going to influence people over the years to come, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing to understand in terms of our connection to each other, and especially if you are in a position where you're like, I feel like I can't do anything to help anyone. Like it feels like that helpless feeling where it feels like no matter what I do or who I talk to or whatever, there's these greater government people or, or people in position of power or leaders that are making these decisions and a majority of people aren't agreeing with it, but it's like, how can I change what that person is deciding to do? And so part of our oneness, part of, of, of this whole bigger collective energy, right? If you think of it from that greater perspective of our souls and the divine mission, part of our, part of our oneness is to process things together and to process with each other, right? So this isn't the same as taking on someone's pain, taking on someone's trauma, you know, like not in that sense at all, but this is in the sense of I'm part of the collective, right? And we think when we think of this energy of oneness and like we're all connected and we all come from the same source and, and all those things, which are, which are all true. Well, part of that deal comes with the fact that we are here to process and process with each other, process the pain, process the grief. So I, the way that I think of it is almost like a filtering, right? Like a filtering of the energy that in witnessing, this is why it's important what I was saying at the beginning, that balance between you know, holding the balance of holding the memory of those who have lost their lives, holding the grief, holding the pain, and at the same time, walking our path in in holding that light, right? Like this is the duality. And, and the reason why think, thinking of yourself as a filter, so to speak, right? Like if you think of a filter who, you know, purifies water, right? If you think of like a water filter purifies water, we're purifying the energy by processing the grief and processing the pain. So when you hear the news or see whatever's posted on social media or whatever, it's the balance of I am witnessing, excuse me, I'm witnessing what is happening. I see this. I feel the heartbreak. I feel the pain. And in that, right, this is where the difference is between dwelling on something and moving forward and in processing it and allowing yourself through the process processing of it, you then come to a place where you're then guided into action. You're you're guided into the next steps on your journey. So again, you're not sitting in it and dwelling in it and allowing it to just completely take over every single thing in your life. And also what I'll also say as a side note is each person's process with this is going to be very, very different. So you know, there is also that honoring of your own process with this. There's the honoring of what position you're in with, with regards to how personally affected you are by this conflict. So there's a lot of nuance here, right? So I want you to take this and just kind of see how it applies to you personally, given your specific situation, given your context. You know, I'm also sharing this for full transparency. I'm sharing this from the perspective of someone who does not have any personal ties to anyone 
who is Palestinian or Israeli and from someone who has to educate herself. Like I've been educating myself in terms of understanding the conflict and in terms of understanding, um, you know, the history here. So that's my perspective also, just an FYI. So I understand that for everyone, like this is going to feel different. It's going to look different in all of that. And it's important to understand that as we hold ourselves in the oneness and the connectedness, connectedness of who we are and allow ourselves to grieve and allow ourselves to process and also keep moving forward, that we are supporting the collective. So we are together, and especially for those of us who are not in that zone of conflict, not in the war zone, it is even more important for us to energetically support and process these things, which I know can feel sometimes like, oh, like who am I to just like send light and love to like this whole thing when there's just this, this huge, um, you know, conflict that's happening and, and all of the, all of this destruction is like, you know, little old me, like, what am I doing? What difference does that make? But it makes a difference because we're all doing this on a collective level. So that's the second thing to understand with this. And then the third thing, as I've been saying in the, in the sense that it is our duty to also hold the light, to be in that duality, to understand that I can hold the grief and pain and I can also hold light and hope and peace and that in that, that is where the transformation happens. And in that, that is where we get to see, you know, what each of our roles is in the world and for the collective to continue to create the vision that we have for a better world for a better planet, for more peace, right? And so the first question that I invite you to reflect on is when I say, you know, it's our duty to hold the light, what does that mean for you? What does it actually mean for you? What does it mean to hold the light? And what I invite you to look at is to first of all, start with yourself, right? Because it's it all starts with how much we hold the light within ourselves and within our immediate circle or our relationships around us. And then how that continues to translate in the sense of how we show up in the world. And so reflecting on what does it mean to you to have that duty to hold the light? And then the other question is, how are you called to be the light? What kind of action do you feel called to take? Whether that is, you know, and specifically in regards to the, the war, it's like, you know, donations to organizations, or is it to hold a healing prayer circle? Is it to, you know, set like personally for yourself, just like you're sending light and love and peace and prayers to the people who are affected, you know, whatever way that you feel called to do this. And at the same time, um, it's also related to what do you feel called to do? Or how do you feel called to show up in general in the world? Like, what is the work that you have come here to do? What is the expression of light and peace that you have come here to bring through the expression of who you are? And what I want to say is that it's not selfish for you to think that. And I know sometimes we can feel that way, like, oh, like it's so selfish for me to even think that, to even just like focus on bringing light and bringing positivity to other people when like, look at these other people across the world who are suffering, but it's not selfish for you because this is part of your mission. This is part of your role. This is part of what God needs you to do in face of this conflict, you know? So that's what I want you to remember with this as well. And, and again, 
it's holding the duality that just because you are bringing in this type of energy of, of light, of peace, of love, it doesn't mean that you're forgetting about the people who are suffering or who didn't survive this. Like it's also, you're, you're doing both, right? You're holding the pain and grief and you're also bringing in hope and love um, to the world. Okay. And so that's, that's what I want you to take from this is, is really the reflection of that reflection of your own process to move through, right? Like how do you process this energy? What do you need to do to support you in processing the energy? Maybe it's being more intentional about getting outside, about grounding yourself, about taking care of yourself in whatever way you like to do that. Um, and, and, and having that be a focus, knowing that you are processing a more collective grief and pain. And then also at the same time, like letting that be a fuel to, to support you in what your path is and what next steps you need to take and what you're being called to do, how you're being called to show up as a light in the world. So this is something that I felt really called to share with you. I by no means have the answers to all this. I wish I did. Um, they don't have the answer to world peace, but I know this is a small contribution to it. It's a slice of the bigger picture. And I hope that this serves you. So I would love to hear from you in the comments below. Let me know, you know, first of all, if you have any questions, let me know if there's anything here that really resonated with you that you really took to heart that you're going to, that you're going to use to support you on your journey and anything else that you feel called to share. Thank you so much for listening as always. Thank you for always tuning in to the divine connection podcast. And this feels more relevant than ever before talking about the divine connection and our divine connection and how we are all divinely connected and it's the most important right now, more than ever, to, to hold that in these times of conflict. So thank you so much again. I am sending you so much love and angel blessings, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you once again for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. And if you want to learn more about the Divine Connection podcast, you can go to ChristinaAroche.com forward slash podcast and learn about how you can be featured on the show.